How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning. Welcome to the pre-show. It is 5.30. It is Monday, August 30th. Hard to believe it. But yes, we are approaching September. This weekend is Labor Day weekend. And they're saying travel is going to be up. It's going to be a little crazy out there. You have any plans for heading out of town this we, weekend? Yeah, we actually talked about it this past weekend. And we're thinking about doing a one-night trip up to Zion. We haven't been to Zion in a couple years. And had a blast last time we went up, and so we booked a hotel room, but we do have a couple days to cancel it. We booked it Saturday night, and we're like, let's think about it. Well, I think we have to, like, later in the week to cancel it. So, I mean, it's a two-and-a-half-hour drive, so if we go anywhere, it'll be Zion. What about you guys? We are staying at home. We we did a lot of travel over the summer, so we were like, you know what? Let's let's lay low, and my husband also has to work. So oh, he's, okay. <laughs> he's, got, uh, he's got some stuff he has to do over the weekend, so we're just going to be laying low, hanging out. Um, we did make tentative plans with some friends to, <clears throat> excuse me, get together and just uh, either barbecue at our house or their house or, or something like that, but... Yeah, we're just going to hang uh, hang in town, which I'm totally okay with. Yeah, it was uh, Saturday night, my wife and I at the house, and we went out Friday night, so Saturday night just hanging out at the house, had a couple drinks, just relaxing, and we're like, yeah, let's book this trip. But yeah, we'll drive up one night, we'll hit our favorite restaurant in Zion, drive back Sunday morning, kind of surprised their hotel rooms available when we booked it on, on Saturday night, and then last night we're talking about it, like, ah. Two and a half hour drive for dinner. <laughs> but but like, we'll, 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 we'll wait on it. We'll see what happens. But my wife wants to go, so I think we'll end up doing it. Yeah, so. it's one of those things. That once you're there, you're you're excited that exactly. you're there. So don't want to don't, don't take away an opportunity. But at the same time, I also understand what I just said. Very much a homebody, so I can I can give you all this advice, but not take it myself. How was your weekend? It was nice. It was really nice. Uh, Friday night we did uh, went out to dinner, had our sushi on Friday night, and that was a blast. And then. Um, Saturday, it was kind of a quiet day on Saturday, which I, which I enjoyed. Got caught up on work stuff and got some errands done, got a couple naps in, pool time, and then hung out at the house Saturday night, had a nice little dinner with my wife, and Sunday was kind of the same thing. It was just an easy, easy-going weekend. That weekends should be, that's for sure. How was Guns N' Roses? Guns N' Roses was good. It was, it was, it was good. I was uh, kind of going into it just like, eh. 
I don't really want to go. And my husband is a big Guns N' Roses fan, and he was so excited, so I didn't want to ruin anything for him. So I was like, yeah, sure, we'll go. And we went with some friends, and um, it was really good. Got into Allegiant super easy, had no issues. I don't know what they're doing, but they've, they're have they streamlining things around nice. there. So we also went um, a back way, the back way, like on um, Valley View, like Decatur to Valley View, and there were a lot of lots that were open for parking if you know you didn't get parking in the stadium for i i mean i would say all things considered reasonable prices shortish walks so i was kind of surprised about that if you're you know last minute and you have an event down there and you don't know where to park i was i was actually surprised i'm like wow look at all these spots open here 40 bucks here as you get closer it gets obviously a little more expensive but um so that was a pleasant surprise and then once we got in it was good we uh we um saw a lot of people that we knew the one thing that did bother me a lot and i mean i know i, I don't want to get into a debate on this but there was i'd say 10 percent of people were wearing their masks and i was oh, just sure. kind of like yeah. what the <laughs> what is happening here so that that and when we first got in i'm like oh okay people everyone's wearing it and then as you get to your seats and stuff and maybe people just felt more comfortable at their seats they were all gone and people were yelling and screaming. I was just like, mm, okay, yeah, I, I don't want to. And uh, don't send emails on the debates on mass. I'm just telling you how I felt. And so, yeah, that was the only downside. But they, the show was really good. We uh, we had a great time. So it was a lot of fun. When I went to SummerSlam a couple weekends ago, I took the same route to get into Summer to get into Legion where we, I went down Decatur and then I took Russell down towards the stadium. And I noticed all those all those businesses opening up their uh, their parking lots so easy access to park. And, and walk over there to the stadium. Because as a kid, we used to go into Philly for events. We'd go to the Vet and the Spectrum, and you didn't park next to the stadium. You parked far away, some random lot. And that was part of the fun, was walking in with fans, and then when the event was over, walking out with fans and trying to remember where you parked to, because there were a lot of, of those rando lots in Philadelphia. Yeah, there were there were a lot of those, but uh, it was just nice to see some options there. And like yeah. I said, we we actually did have parking at Allegiant, and so we, we've been there for uh, a couple other events, and it was uh, kind of crazy but this time we were in and out so easy i'm just like whatever they did keep doing it it was a lot better and i think too, it'll get easier and easier as, as i think even for anyone just going to a venue for the first time that's how i was going to SummerSlam. i'm like it was all new to me so i didn't know the lay of the land i think after you get your first one under your belt it'll just get easier and easier to get into that place yeah i was i was really pleasantly surprised by that but yeah that was uh that was my friday saturday and uh sunday we just kind of hung out and it was a it was a really nice weekend hopefully you guys had a great weekend too and we're excited to get to it this morning it is time let's kick off the show pre-show you pick them time you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear cats in the cradle by ugly kid joe do you want to hear i need to know by mark anthony Here, all you wanted by Michelle Branch. Those are your choices. Tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on Facebook or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Justin Bieber now has the record for the most Spotify streams in a single month. He earned over 83 million streams in the month of July. I'd say that he's pretty popular. Yeah, I think he's got a, a thing going on there. Now, right behind him was The weekend with 74 million. A lot of streams. And then Ed Sheeran, uh, third with 72 million streams. Now, prior to Bieber breaking this record, the record holder was Ariana Grande, who held the record for 82 million streams in one month, and that happened last December for Ariana Grande. Olivia Rodrigo and Sour is once again the number one album in the country. So Sour, it bounced back into the number one spot thanks to the album's release on vinyl. And then Sour has spent a total of five weeks at number one this year. Again, just uh, up and down, but still staying in those in that top uh, two spot. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that girl is crushing it with that album. Candyman just became the first movie directed by a black woman to top the box office. Nia DaCosta is the director, and the movie took in $23 million this past weekend. Did you watch any movies over the weekend? No, I didn't. We did start watching um, a Manifest mm. last night, and I'm going to be talking about that and what's trending. I wanted to see what all the hype is, and dang, it's good. Yeah, I mean, we watched the first season of that one. I got to get back into it's that good. show. Yeah. Well, uh, movie studios can be sneaky, and we've seen this a, a lot. Movie trailers using slowed-down versions of a popular song. We just talked about Candyman being the number one movie in the country. If you saw the trailer, they did that with this song right here. I think I made a mistake. I brought him back. Candyman isn't real! You hear Say My Name slow in the background there? Yeah. And then Fifty Shades of Grey did it with the song Crazy in Love. I'm capable of leaving you alone. Well, this is not just an artistic choice. I thought it was kind of interesting. It's actually a commercial one. They call it trailerizing, and they do it to get you to pay attention to the trailer. So an executive at Sony Music explains that you can change every aspect of the song except the lyrics. And he says that, you know, maybe people aren't paying as much attention to the trailer. Then they start to hear the chorus of the song, and they go, wait, I know this song. Turn to the TV or whatever's playing it, and they pay attention to the trailer. That's smart. I pay more attention when I hear that. I remember that that trailer for Fifty Shades of Grey and hearing that. I'm like, wait, is this Beyonce? What's going on? And then I actually watched the trailer because of it. Yeah, it catches your ear at first, and then they look over, and it, and it catches your eye. Last one here. John Stamos had surgery to correct his trigger finger which is a condition where the fingers get stuck like in a bent position. So now he's able to start drumming again. But two things. Does everyone know that John Stamos sometimes steps in as the drummer for the Beach Boys and he's actually the drummer on this song? Remember as a kid seeing the music video for this song? I'm like, wait, what's Uncle Jesse doing in a Beach Boys video? Oh, is he drumming? I thought he was just singing, helping him sing from time to time. I had no idea. Yeah, no, he's yeah, he's in this music video, too. He's like, huh. At first, I thought it was like a spoof. I'm like, is this a full house spoof? Why is Uncle Jesse in there? Secondly, your pinky, that's not a trigger finger. is That's an injury, right? Your yeah, that's an injury. Yeah, I, I injured it playing basketball. So now I should have I gone to the doctor. But instead of when I dislocated, I just popped it right back in and that was probably the wrong decision because now it, it's all wonky. But, that's, you know, such is life. That's what you do as a kid. You just rub dirt on it. You don't go see a doctor. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. The Kid Leroy without you. It's Mix 94.1.
Hope you guys had a great weekend. Here we are kicking things off. Uh, how you doing this morning? I'm good. When I brought up the Guns N' Roses, there was one question I wanted to ask you last hour, and I didn't ask it. Did they start on time? Because I remember one of their tours prior, they were notorious a late start. Did the band start on, at least on a decent time? They did. It was crazy. Um, even So um, the band Mammoth opened for them, and it said Mammoth is going to hit the stage at 7 o'clock. And Mammoth is the, the band that Wolfgang Van Halen fronts. And so we wanted to see it. We've never seen him before. And so it's like 6.59, and we're up at the bar talking to people, having some food and stuff. And all of a sudden, the lights dim at 7 o'clock on the dot. And we're like, what? They're starting on time? So we're finishing up, and we're running down there. And then, you know, we, we check out part of that. And then after that's done, we're like, oh, we've got plenty of time. They're not going to go on forever. They were on, like, I'd say within a half hour. It was crazy. They were totally on time. And it's it was crazy, actually. Yeah, it was great. We were we were so happy. I looked up the set list for when they played in San Jose uh, a couple days before, and they were using the exact same set list. So I was like, okay, they're going to play this song next. They're going to play this song next. And then um, we wanted to kind of get out of there a little bit early. I'm like, okay, their encore is going to be this and this. And so we, we heard most of the hits. I think one of the encore songs was... Uh, was a hit. It was a hit. I tr- I'm trying to remember which one because we saw most of them. We saw November Rain. We saw Sweet Child of Mine. Um, was it Patient? Nah, I can't remember uh, what it was. But yeah, it was really good. And I saw so many pictures on social media. So many of my friends were at that, that concert just scrolling through the uh, Instagram feed on Saturday morning. Guns and Roses, Guns and Roses, Guns and Roses, Guns and Roses. I'm like, that was a show last night. Yeah, it was a really good show. I, I think Axel, he, he started off rough. He had a rough start with the voice, but I think once it warmed up, he started to sound really good. And I mean, Duff McKagan, he, I was like, wow, he looks really good. <laughs> I was just like he's got it dialed in, huh? I, mean, I was like, well, hello, and then um, slash as usual is just so freaking cool, and he's jumping off the the speakers, and it was it was a really good show. I have to say, being you know, I was going in kind of like I don't want to go to this show. I was really happy I went. We had a really good time. So many hit songs too. It's, it's a concert you go to. You're gonna know the songs that they play. Yeah, it was it was definitely full of them. So yeah, we did that, and then. Saturday, I was out in the heat all day long. I think I mentioned this on Friday. My daughter, um, they were they had paint your parking spot day over at their school, and so we were out there painting her parking spot forever, and it was so hot out. I thought I was going to die of dehydration. It was just ridiculously hot. We even brought like one of those pop up tents to cover the spot uh-huh. and stuff, and and stay out of the sun. But oh yeah, we finished that. That was good. We got home, and I was just like. I am not doing anything but drinking water and sitting my butt on this couch for the rest of the night. Now, it's permanent paint, right? So the spot stays like that all um, year long? Or is it like you're using chalk and it's going to be gone in a week? No, no, no. It's permanent. It's latex paint. And and so, yeah, you paint it. And then at the end of the year, they paint over it with black paint. 
uh, to cover it up. So we actually ran out of paint at one point. So we had to go over to Lowe's and get some more paint and and make sure that we had everything covered. And it turned out really cool. It looks really, really cool. I was I was very proud of the way uh, we worked together and got that done. So, yeah, it was really good. Now, speaking of parking lots, has anybody been to the Whole Foods, Charleston, and Fort Apache, that, that Whole Foods location? Because they recently painted their parking lot. And, and it, I noticed it a couple weeks ago. And then when I was there this past weekend, I was talking to the cashier about it and what went down. Whoever painted the parking lot, so there's, there's, there's the rows for the parking spots and there's the lanes for you to drive through. Whoever painted the parking spots literally painted the entire parking lot. So when you, if you pull into that Whole Foods, you make a left to kind of drive down a lane to then turn right into, into a parking spot. There are white stripes. The entire lot is one big parking lot. And I'm like, did they do that by, by design? Because I pulled in. I'm like, wait, how are you supposed to drive through here if every single lane is now a parking spot? She goes, oh, no. Whoever did it messed that thing up big time. Oh, really? And I'm like, are they going to fix it? She's like, yeah, eventually. But she's like, we got people that are actually parking because it looks like a parking spot, but it's actually the drive-through lane in the, in the parking lot of Whole Foods. It's so complicated. If you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. You pull in there, there's literally parking strips all over the place. It's nonstop. But you're, I mean, are people able to to figure it out, or are there accidents happening in there? Well, she said people are, I think most people are figuring out, because we make that laugh, like, okay, this is normally you drive through the parking lot. But she says some people are not, and they're parking in the drive-through lane, and it's causing havoc in the parking lot at times. Havoc! Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, we pull in the parking lot, and there's another parking spot. She's like, what are we supposed to do? She's like, she, the way she said it, she said this literally is a scene from the movie Dumb and Dumber. Oh wow! The people who paint in the parking Sounds lot. Sounds like first world problems, man. The parking lot striper. <laughs> That's so crazy. I can't believe people can't figure it out. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's worth you for loop when he pulled in the first time. Like, wait a second. There's there's no drive-through lanes. It's all parking spots. Today's show, actually, all week long, we have you set up with some great tickets all week long tickets to go see michael buble we have those at 9 40 tickets to see 98 degrees mandalay bay beach we have those coming up here in just about 15 minutes with the early edition of heads up and then in the eight o'clock edition of heads up we have an apple home pod mini for you so so many great prizes and also up next is what's trending what do you have for us if you come at al roker He's got some choice words for you. We're going to talk about that. Also, BTS says the pandemic made them realize they had to start doing this. And a hit show that was canceled is coming back. We're going to tell you all about it coming up next and what's trending. This is pretty cool. 98 Degrees will be performing at Mandalay Bay Beach. We have your tickets right after What's Trending. Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Al Roker is trending. The Today Show meteorologist is... Coming after his critics, uh, he has been doing a lot of work here with uh, Hurricane uh, Ida coming in and making landfall. And viewers expressed concern that he was reporting from there as it made landfall. The Category 4 storm was out, was um, had him out in the elements in dangerous conditions as he was pummeled by harsh winds, rain, and, and waves on Lake Pontchartrain. People tweeted things like, Al Roker is almost 70 years old. Why is this necessary? Well, Al is responding, and he has a message for everyone coming after him. Here it is. Hey, guess what? Screw you, okay? Uh, Try to keep up. Keep up, okay? These young punks. I will come after them. I will drop them like a bag of dirt. 
<laughs> he was not having it. He says he is fine. Don't even worry about him. He can do this, and he's going to continue to do it. Good for you, Al Roker. I got, I got his back on this one. Hey, I'm sure if he didn't want to do it, he could tell NBC, listen, I'm not going down to that hurricane. I'm not going to do it. And they'd be like, fine. He's Al Roker. He can still do it. Get out there and cover for he, us, Al. He said that he volunteered to do it. They didn't even ask him to do it. He's like, I want to go down there, and I want to report there. So if he's going to volunteer for it, I guess let him go. I did... I have to agree, though. I've just never it's not him specifically. It's anyone reporting from out there. I don't care how old you are. I believe you when you say it's really bad out there. I'm okay with your traffic cams <laughs> picking it up while you're safe inside. I don't think anyone should risk their lives to show us how bad it is out there. I'm totally fine with you guys staying in studio and just having cameras out looking at it, you know? And there's also, it's not just Al Roker that's out there. He's got a, he's got a photographer. He's got a cameraman out there. Maybe someone working audio. He's not there by himself. There's other people on the other side of the camera that's out there with him. And maybe, maybe true in this day and age, we have better technology that you, you could just, I don't know, drone or I don't know, put something out there that's picking up the footage versus sending someone a out A traffic there. camera. But yeah, they're out there all over the place. <laughs> I'm fine. I believe you. It's bad. <laughs> no need to, to put your life at risk, but that's just me. I also like the ones, too, where they try to make it seem worse than it actually is. I remember there's one a couple years ago where there was some reporter talking about, uh, no, she was, I remember she was in a boat. She's like, the flooding is so bad. She's, she's in a boat. You make it, oh my gosh, is this, this poor town is flooded out. And literally there's like two dudes like walking her. The water is like six inches deep. Like, why are you in a boat? Yeah, that doesn't make any Mm-mm. sense. Also trending this morning, BTS is trending. The biggest pop group in the world says they would not be so if they didn't start singing in English. Just after their new remix of Butter featuring Megan Thee Stallion came out, the K-pop sensation say... They would have preferred to continue singing in Korean, but they just felt like they had to make the move to continue their international success. Now, Dynamite, Butter, and Permission to Dance, those are their three English um, language songs to date. One of the members, RM, said that there was no alternative to keep them top of mind, especially during the pandemic. When that Once that hit, they knew they had to change something. And Jin said that the English that he learned in uh, English class was so different different than the English in the song and he had to erase everything that was in his head. I mean, it's, it's a great sound. This this remix is so good. Did I hear one of them? They polished up their English by watching Friends. I'm not sure. They, I hadn't heard that. They tried to like, I don't I don't say Americanize it, but they watch Friends. So like, oh, okay, that's how it's actually done. Good way to do it. My mom learned English playing, watching Sesame Street with me when I was a baby. <laughs> she she says, I, mean, I, I couldn't have learned it without Sesame Street. Um, also trending this morning is Manifest. Netflix is reviving the show for a fourth and final season. They cancel, NBC canceled the sci-fi series in June and fans were not happy. More than 95,000 people signed a petition to save the show. The concluding chapter will be 20 episodes. And the show follows the mystery of what happened to the 191 passengers of Montego Air Flight 828, which hit severe turbulence on their flight from Jamaica to New York City. When they landed, they learned that more than five years had passed while they were in the air. Yeah, we watched the first, I didn't even think we finished the first season. We watched the first few episodes. I remember when it came out and it was, it was a good show, but just kind of for some reason lost interest in it. Um, I was, I, we decided to watch when I saw the announcement yesterday. I was like, let's watch this. I've heard really good things about it. So we watched the very 
first episode uh, last night, and it was great. My husband wanted to watch another one, but it's too late. I was like, I got to go to bed, but this is really, really good. Yeah, it's a great concept. Yeah, I, it reminded me a little bit of Lost from what I mm-hmm, saw, yeah. of it, but it was great. Also trending this morning is Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms just added uh, magical marshmallows. They're back on on shelves if you want to pick some up. They feature all eight of the charms, including hearts, stars, horseshoes, clovers, blue moons, unicorns, rainbows, and red balloons. No other things in there, only the marshmallows. You can actually uh, pick up your favorite charm pack that celebrates each charm and their special power. They're three ninety nine and at major retailers nationwide for a limited time. Uh, I should have known better than to mention BTS and not have all my facts straight because now I'm getting inundated by texts from my daughter. <laughs> she wanted to let you know. Correct. RM learned from friends. J- uh, JK and Sugar uh, are for sure, sure doing classes, English classes, and Jimin learned from Netflix. So that's how they <laughs> learned. Now we know. And there you go. That's what's trending. Let's start your week off right with a really cool prize. So we're looking for caller 20 right now. 702-364-9400. Your caller 20. You're playing heads up. We have a pair of tickets for you to see. 98 degrees. They're coming to Mandalay Bay Beach on September 16th. We have your tickets right now. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now and pick your category, pick your partner. If you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, Lori, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Hi, yes. I'm so excited. All right. We want to get a winner to kick off the week. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Hole in one, catching some Z's, catch a wave, checkmate, or cherry bomb? Um, let's go catching some Z's. Catching some Z's. Okay, August is National Napping Month. These are all things that are associated with sleeping. Okay? Okay. Who do you want to okay. pick as your partner? Um, you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go. This is very simple, Lori. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You know that. You get six correct. You'll get those tickets to go see 98 Degrees, and you start now. When you sleep with someone and they make noise at night, they're making this noise. They're like, yes. This is what you sleep in, in a? A bed. Yes. This is the clothing you would wear to bed. They're called what? Pajamas. Yes. This is what you lay your head on at night. A pillow. Yes. Um, if you're really sleeping well and maybe your mouth is open and th- some of this goes on your pillow. Drooling. Yes. Drooling. <laughs> this is, um, you might have a good one or a bad one when you're sleeping. A Wait. nightmare. A dream? A dream, dream yes. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I got it. You got it. You were so good, oh Lori. How many cups of coffee awesome. have you had this morning? You are like ready oh. to go. <laughs> I, I haven't had any coffee. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm so excited to go to 98 Degrees. I love them. They are so good. And yeah, that show is coming to town. We're going to have tickets all week long. Mandalay Bay Beach, September 16th. We'll give away another pair this time with Heads Up th- tomorrow morning. And next, let's see, next Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour, an Apple HomePod Mini for you. Make sure you're listening for that. Right now, it is the latest from the weekend. The song is called Take My Breath, and it's on Mix 94.1. That's the latest from the weekend called Take My Breath on Mix 94.1. It is 635 Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to Monday. Hopefully coming into this, you, uh, you're you not coming into a situation where you have to address 
something that is not true. That would be the worst way to start a Monday. And uh, sometimes workplace rumors make their way around. I'm trying to get to a point. JC has heard some rumors and uh, they're not true. And it sounds like you have to address them. Oh, this this was actually so comical. This went down on Friday. It was, it was Heather Collins, who does Middays here at Mix 94.1, and one of our engineers here in the studio after the show. And I don't even know how we started talking about work relations and dating coworkers. And I said, yeah, no, I, I've never dated a coworker. And then Heather goes, oh, you just married one. I'm like, yeah, well, technically, I mean, we were dating, but my wife, Laura, I said, we were dating before we came here. And she goes, wait, what? She goes, I thought you, and so my wife, uh, so Laura and I met in Washington, D.C. We moved here in 2005, and she started working at the radio station as account executive. And Heather was under the impression that Laura and I met here in Las Vegas. She had no idea that we met in Washington, D.C. and moved out here together. She's like, I always thought that she, you... You met her as she was one of the account executives, and, and you met here when you came back, and you guys started dating here, and then you guys you know, hooked up and moved in together and got married. I'm like, no, we were together before we came to Las Vegas. So she had that story completely wrong. Oh, man. So, I, and, you know, maybe she just wasn't, you guys didn't know each other that well. So it's not like that she was trying to spread anything bad. She just had the story wrong. Oh, yeah. This, and it's no fault of her own. That's yeah. just something that she was under. And she started here after, the, uh, you know, she was still... I think she started here maybe, when did Heather start here? 2017, maybe? 2018? No, no, I'm sorry. I mean, 2008, 2009. So any, anyway, so yeah, I wasn't mad. I just thought it was comical. I'm like, That's this funny. entire time you thought that she was in sales, I was in programming, we met here at the radio station, started dating, and got married, which wasn't the case. And then she says to me, she says, well, what about Matt and Mercedes? And I said, what about him? She goes, is it true that Matt used to work in an apartment complex? I'm like, yeah, he did. And she goes, well, and he had a crush on Mercedes, so... He hired the radio station to come do a remote at his apartment complex. Oh, my gosh. And requested Mercedes <laughs> requested Mercedes to be the talent to come out. And that's how he, got, that's how he was able to meet Mercedes. I go, no. No, not at all. Like, Where did you hear oh that? Oh, my God. Goes, that's I, so weird. She goes, I don't know. Someone told me that. She always thought that Matt ran an apartment complex, had a crush on Mercedes. Like, how can I meet her? I know. I'll pay the radio oh station gosh. to send her out here to do it. I'm like, no. That's the farthest from the truth. That would be kind of cool if they, you know, he did spend all that money just to meet me that was I, wow but no that's not the truth at all that is a total lie that's funny that people think that no i mean I, I the story i don't know if it's much better but he actually won a prize on the radio station and and when i was getting his information off the air we were chit chatting and it's like you know he was really funny and he was making me laugh and and uh so i said hey you know when you pick up your prize let the front desk know and and i'll come out and say hi and and so that happened like a week later i get a call from the front desk and uh and my and she was so sweet rachel rest in peace she was our receptionist for a lot of years she's like there's a nice guy here that says he wants uh you wanted to meet him and i was just busy i was just not in a mood i think i looked I, terrible because I was like wearing sweats. I'm like, tell him I'm busy. I don't want to talk. I, I, I can't. And she's like, okay. So we left. But when he left, I, he had to walk right past the window to where our office was. So I looked out the window kind of slyly and I saw him I'm like, oh, darn it. He was cute. I should have said hi. Turns out I ended up running into him at my apartment complex because he, he didn't work there. He was the head of marketing for all of that, that company's properties. He didn't know I lived there. I didn't. I didn't know he worked for them. And then he saw me, and he was like, "Hey, 
are you on the radio? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm the dude you told me to meet up with you and you, you didn't come out. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was you. And that's how we, that's how we actually met. So I'm like, wait, what? Someone told me that. I'm like, yeah, no, it's a, there's an ounce of truth with the apartment <laughs> complex, but outside of that, no. Just get twisted. It's yeah, a game of telephone. Actually, he's on the phone right now. Hi, babe. Oh my God, that was hilarious. You should have just played along with it like a game of Twitter. I, I said that was Matt's gimmick back in the day. He had a crush on radio personalities and would hire them to come out to his, uh, you know, next thing you know, he's got uh, Kim Kelly uh, uh, doing a broadcast remote out there. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm the modern day Mr. Roper. <laughs> yeah. What, wow, what a dated reference, but thanks. <laughs> yeah. All right, love you. <laughs> Can you hire me to come to our house <laughs> through the radio station, please? <laughs> I was, I, thought it was, I thought it was very cute when she said it. That's funny. Is there a, has there ever been a rumor that you had to clear up about yourself? It was just not true. And word got back to you and you're like, wait a second, what? 702-364-9400. I remember when I, when I had our first child, when uh -huh. we had Sophie, um, a listener emailed me and like, I really enjoyed listening to you all these years. Thank you for the good times. I'm sad that you won't be on again. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What are you talking about? So I write back. I'm like, excuse, I'll be back. I'm just on maternity leave. And she's like, oh, that's not what I heard. And it was just, that was it. And I was like, okay, now I'm freaking out. I'm like, what did you hear? Oh, I heard that you decided that you wanted to, um, to become a stay at home mom and, and that you wanted to spend time with your kids and that you're not coming back. And I'm like, well, I'm telling you, that's not true. I actually will be back. She's like, well, that's not what I heard. I know someone that works in the building. I'm like, okay, who do you know? And she's like, I can't tell you. I'm like, okay. So then the entire maternity leave, I'm freaking what? out. Like, what is going on? Am, am I not coming back? So it was just so funny. That was so not true. It's funny when you hear these stories. So I, I had a kid one that kind of tied into me in Washington, D.C. So I, I went to Washington, D.C. in 2001 and was there for almost five years. And like the first, you know, six months, eight months, I'm on the air. We're telling stories. And every time we reference kids, I always say, oh, you know, I don't have kids. And some of a kid topic would come up on the show. I'm like, yeah, I don't have any kids. But and there was this one coworker that was always salty to me. I, I just I don't know what I did wrong to her. And then finally she said to me one day, she says, you know, I can't believe you don't recognize your son. I'm like, What? She goes, you're saying on the air, you don't have any kids. Does your son ever hear that? I'm like, I am so sorry. What are you talking about? She's like, your son in San Francisco. I'm like, I don't have a son in San Francisco. Apparently, that I, that I know. <laughs> like, oh, you tell me something. <laughs> Apparently, when I applied for the producer job in Washington, D.C., there was another guy applying for the job who had a kid in San Francisco, and she got the stories mixed up. So she knew that a producer was interviewing for the job and had a kid in San Francisco, and she didn't realize that I was the one that got hired. So she just got her stories mixed up. But for six months, I'm on the air saying, yeah, no kids, no kids. And every time she hears it going, my gosh, why won't this guy recognize his kid back oh, in San Francisco? Sad. Oh, man. Like, no, I have no kids. What are you talking about, girl? <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. And, and then you're questioning yourself. Like, wait, do, they, do I have <laughs> What is going on? Like, you asking me or telling me about a son in San Francisco? Oh, this text that just came in says, one time in high school, this guy I was friends with for years asked me out, and I respectfully declined. The next day, he was so upset about it, he told my entire friend group that we uh, hooked up. And when I got to school in the morning, everyone was laughing and making fun of me. Uh, that's, yeah, that's not cool. Ken says, I have to assure people that I am not a police officer. <laughs> Why do people think you're a police officer? <laughs> and then some people are saying, uh, 
we thought that they met, I think, meaning me, at, at the radio station and then, oh, no, no, this is a, yours. We thought that they met at the radio station and then started dating. This is all new about JC and Laura or me. I'm not sure, but one of us. Yeah, we went in, we met in 03 and uh, we were already uh, together for a few years before we moved before I moved back to Vegas and brought her with me in 05. Yeah, clearing up those rumors. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we have the hot three up next and what do you have for we're us? We're going to talk about Hurricane Ida. It's now Tropical Storm Ida and it's still wreaking havoc. We're going to give you the latest on that. Also, for women, the key to self-confidence and a healthy mind may be this. And a guy has created a very new dating website and this one is unlike anyone you have ever heard of. We'll tell you why coming up next in the Hot 3. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Ed Sheeran, Bad Habits on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Hurricane, Hurricane Ida is now Tropical Storm Ida, and it's still very dangerous. The storm is surging across southeastern Louisiana and southwestern Mississippi, packing dangerous storm surges, uh, damaging winds, and flash flooding. Ida has maximum sustained winds of 60 miles an hour and is expected to rapidly weaken as it tracks inland. Storm surge, damaging winds, and flash flooding are still anticipated along the coast of Louisiana and Mississippi. So far, one death has been reported. Uh, police responded to a call of a person getting struck by a downed tree. So I, I saw this morning that they were getting anywhere, they got anywhere from 10 to 17 inches of rain. I mean, that is just crazy. So I know that um, there have been some people locally that have been deployed actually down there to help with the with the efforts. Yeah, I saw this morning the news, uh, uh, trucks filled with supplies already on their way down there as well. And just kind of crazy on the anniversary of Katrina. 
this whole thing happening. But so far, all the levees that they repaired, everything is holding up, which is which is a great thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, sending our best to everyone out there. If you have family out there, it's just uh, it's it's not as heavy as far as the actual storm goes. But there is a lot, a lot of damage mm-hmm. going on. Also, this morning, nearly three in five women say they feel that their female friends make them feel truly empowered. Researchers surveyed women in the U.S. about empowerment, self-confidence, and beauty. And what they found was that 58% say their female friends help them feel empowered, while 72% say they feel more confident when they're beautiful. And 53% say the biggest way they prioritize their self-care is by spending time with friends. I love you. Women supporting women or just people supporting people. That's a great thing to hear. Yeah, well, and if you have a a friend group that they're like your biggest fans. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's important too. You make them feel, and you got to. It's got to be reciprocal too. You can't just be expecting it from them and not willing to give it. And sometimes, sometimes you have those one sided relationships. I don't think those are very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> they're the they're the sponge soaking all in. Like, dude, you got to give me something back. Just yeah. a little something back in this relationship. Well, have you ever done? Has that ever happened? Where it's like you constantly give and give and help and help and help, and they're like taking it and loving it, and it's like. Wow, that's never reciprocal. Interesting. I do. And, and it takes me a long time to figure that out. It, usually someone else has to point it out to me. <laughs> point out how their relationship yeah, is working. Like, wow, this person gets a lot from you. What do, what do you get? I'm like, wow, I never really thought of it that way. It's not really transactional. Friendship's a friendship, but I just, it doesn't have to be things. It just feel like they're interested in you, you know? Yes, yeah. And I've, I've, I'm a couple of situations like that before in the past, and you you give them, you know, you're emotionally you give to them you give them your friendship and then you you step back and look at it like you're not giving me anything back but it, at times it wears me down and other times i'm like listen I, I do value the friendship so i, I stick with it yeah if you care about the person you're gonna do yeah. you whatever you can mm-hmm. to keep that relationship finally this morning what if you've tried all the dating sites spent countless hours trying to make connections and ended up with zero dates well you can just start your own dating website featuring just you. A 29-year-old guy in St. Louis named Colin O'Brien struck out on the major dating apps and he was drained because it was exhausting trying to be funny and unique to stand out among all the other single guys. So he started his own website called datecolinobrien.com and 10 days ago he posted it in a Facebook group called Date Ideas and Things to Do in St. Louis. The site's very elaborate. He sells merchandise. There's a bio filled with honest information like his height, weight, tax bracket, the COVID vaccination he got, his Zodiac sign, his Harry Potter house, all his pros and cons. The pros include his sense of humor, his love of tennis, and his good regular hygiene. The cons include needs to be liked by everyone, bad at tennis, not particularly stylish, and a crippling fear of medical procedures. Guess what? It worked. He's already heard from nearly 200 eligible women, and he has 13 dates lined up. He's not the first guy to do this. Two years ago, a guy in North Carolina, he created a dating app with only himself on it. I'm not sure if he's still single or not, but hey, that's a great idea. He's a good-looking dude, and he has. I love the testimonials. Uh, Here's one. My son, Colin, is a very kind and thoughtful person who would be a lot of fun uh, on a date. Signed, Colin's mom. He's got all kinds of testimonials and references on himself. Mom is vouching for you, so yeah. that's a that's a good sign. If mom <laughs> had something bad to say about you, I'd be like, okay, pass.
ass. Yeah, my son's a loser. Don't date him. <laughs> Coming up next hour, we do have The Dirt, and Kanye finally releases his new album, and there's controversy that comes along with it. Details at 7.15. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning, 7.01, Monday morning. Over the weekend, I finally caught up on Ted Lasso. I just love that show, and we were like two or three episodes behind, so we finally caught up, and there were a couple of things um, that I thought was so cool. First of all, Ted and Coach Beard, if you watch the show, Coach Beard is his like best buddy, and they play a game. They play a game called the Secret Sandwich Game. Did you have you seen that episode? I'm caught up on it. What, what was the Secret Sandwich so, episode? So it's so um, every week they would make a sandwich for the other, and they'd switcheroo. So then it was a secret, and and you'd find out when you went to eat lunch what kind of sandwich the other person made. I think we should do that. We should play Secret Sandwich with something where maybe we all order something one morning, and we all order from different places for someone else, and we see if that person likes what we got there. Oh, I'm so down for Secret Sandwich. Isn't that like the funnest (laughs) funnest game? I totally want to start doing Secret Sandwich game. But I'm watching it, and I don't know what it is um, about that show. It's just... I, it's such a happy show that I, but I find myself wanting to cry after every episode, which makes no sense. It makes no sense. I I love that show so much. It's so funny and it's so wholesome. But my gosh, I want to cry after every episode because I just love it so much. That make does does that make any sense? Does anyone feel that way about a show or like what's a thing that's a happy thing? It's really a good, positive thing, but it makes you want to tear up every time you see it. 702-364-9400. This past episode, the most recent one of Ted Lasso, I had, I wasn't crying, but I felt, I felt, I felt the feels, the emotion, emotional high of something going on with the actual sports team itself. And then the way the show ended too, kind of had me a little bit upset as well. The way the show kind of wrapped and teased going into the next episode. I definitely felt that roller coaster of emotions on the past one. I'm, I'm already spacing what happened. Like I, I get my episodes mixed up, but I, I'm sure I probably felt the same way is there is there something that you just ah oh, you you love it so much and you love it so much it makes you want to cry and it and is it a tv show is it sometimes some of these funny like any nature videos with like mothers and 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 their spawn like a like a deer and it's little it's little deerling or whatever they're uh-huh. called there's like oh it makes me want to cry it's so beautiful and it's like this is life and Oh my gosh, it's so gorgeous. What what is wrong with me? You know, I am scheduled to, uh, you know, it is uh, going to be that time of the month here shortly. So maybe I'm just super emotional right now. But my gosh, I was just so taken aback by it. There was a, a listener of ours, and her name is Debbie. And she's been listening to this show since 1997, whenever the show first started. And it, that in itself gets me emotional from time to time, thinking she's still listening to the show. What a cool thing. But she sent me a video last week, a, a John Cena video. And it's this little kid. He's maybe 8, 10 years old and he's talking about his mom this little kid just telling the story about his mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and it has a super happy ending she beat breast cancer she's cancer free but it starts off with the kid talking about here's the little kid talking about my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and when she got her results i asked her what her results were she said they were positive so he, he goes on to talk about how uh, John Cena at a wrestling event gave him a wristband just by chance that says it's his motto, never give up. And this little kid took that, that wristband, the never give up wristband, and gave it to his mom to wear during chemo and all the treatments. And she beat cancer. She's cancer free. And the kid's telling the story. And they've got John Cena like in a room watching this video. And they're just getting his reaction to the video. But what gets me is that 
all of a sudden there's like this paper wall. This little eight year old kid like smashes out of the wall to surprise John Cena, and Cena himself starts crying. Here's here's when the little kid surprises John Cena. Thank you for everything you've done. Stop. Stop. My family. Get over here. And he brings him over and he hugs himself, starting to tear up just thinking about the video. It is, it is the sweetest thing out there. I saw that video. Yeah, it's super cute and super emotional. And then the mom shows up oh. afterwards and John hugs the mom. And he does so much for for kids and, and for Make-A-Wish. And he's just such a great person. He really does not take his role in people's lives for granted he he realizes he's an inspiration to so many people and he embraces that and yeah there's just something about that guy that it makes you want to tear up because he's so he's so good to his fans and it was nice to see him come face to face to to this kid that he inspired it was amazing it was a complete reversal too because that whole gimmick of the kid like coming out through the paper wall is something they had john cena do before in the past fans talking about how much you know, they're a big fan of John Cena and they helped him out and John Cena would come through that paper wall. So for to have the reversal, the little kid comes to the paper wall. It's like, oh, they totally got him too. It's, that was so sweet. What are what are other things that make you tear up that are really happy things and, and that you love, but it just makes you kind of emotional. This text just came in and um, I'm, I'm going to be kind of vague on it. I don't want to like give away too much, but it says, I love Derek X from Big Brother so much. He's just so sweet and cute and I could just eat him up. Uh, I, he is, he is one of my favorite, favorite players on that show. I love Derek X and, and I, I get it. I know. I, have you been watching big brother? I know. I, I faded out of it. Oh, you missed out. It's so good. I, yeah, no, I was hooked military, any military coming home and surprising kids, family members, or you see a military member come home for the first time after six months, how many, however long they were gone, and the dog reactions, too, when the dog gets excited to see the member of the family coming home, too. That gets me every time. Yeah, that's a that's a good one, too. I, I and, Or if a dog is is just, like, three years later, I saw one. It, the dog was lost for whatever reason. And it, no, it wasn't a dog. It was a monkey. This woman, like, raised this chimpanzee when it was a baby. And then, like, years later, she came back to visit it, and it remembered her. And he went up, and oh. he was, like, hanging around her and was making all these kissy faces and they're like oh my gosh that monkey remembers you it was so beautiful oh, i love crying on a monday morning no, it's so emotional right now what's going on <laughs> we've got the dirt coming up here kanye finally releases his new album and there's controversy that comes along with it details in just about 10 minutes Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Kanye West's Donda listening party at Soldier Field in Chicago last week was definitely an attention getter. For starters, Kim Kardashian came out in a wedding gown during the final song, No Child Left Behind. And Kanye is reportedly telling people that they're back together. But sources say Kim just did it to support his career. And then Kanye caused an even caused more controversy by bringing Marilyn Manson and the baby on stage. They were there because they're on a song called Jail Part 2, and these guys have their own issues going on. The oh, baby, yeah. <laughs> man, he made anti-gay remarks a recent show, and then Manson is being sued for sexual physical and emotional abuse by a few women from his past. And it makes you wonder if he's doing this just to get the attention because of the controversies that are happening with him now, or 
or what? Like, why? Yeah, why bring why them out? Why would you do that? And then Donda finally hit streaming platforms yesterday, but Kanye didn't want it to. He tweeted that Universal released it without his permission. He also complained that Jail Part 2 was not included, but I guess if you look now, it's up there, so... I haven't checked it out yet. Have you? No, I've heard bits and pieces. I just, I was actually just looking at something and part of it started playing. And so, no, I haven't really listened to it yet. Tom Cruise is in London working on the new Mission Impossible movie. And he's being driven around in a 2021 BMW X7. Well, that BMW was stolen last week. And inside it was Tom's luggage and personal belongings. So this was a high-tech job. Thieves, they used a scanner to capture and clone the signal from the, the keyless car's ignition fob and then they tricked the car into thinking that the key was within range they started it they took off it has since been recovered by police because it was equipped with an electronic tracking device but everything inside it is gone that's he's just having some bad luck lately he needs to to maybe take a break he needs to listen to this show and learn Uh, from you you don't keep your valuables like that in your car tom you don't you don't he obviously doesn't listen I, I thought he listened this same, whole time. Same. I thought he was a fan. <laughs> Netflix has renewed Cobra Kai for a fifth season. And this comes months ahead of the season four premiere, which is set for December. So production on season five is going to start this fall in Atlanta. Did you see Karate Kids one through three? Um, I saw one, two. I don't think I saw three. I don't. No. Because season four is going to have the return of what they're calling the Karate Kid 3 bad guy, Terry Silver, played by Thomas Ian Griffith. I don't think I saw three. I remember oh, one. Oh, wait. Yes, I did see. Yeah, I do remember, remember that, that guy. Oh, was that three? Karate Kid 3? Maybe I did see it. Where he... Uh... Hold on one second. Was was two of the one they went back? They went back to. They um, went to Okinawa. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi's homeland. Yeah. yeah um, and what was three about? Three. T- oh, I do remember this guy. He was a friend of uh, of Crease. Um, and then yes, oh gosh, I totally forgot. I did see three. It was pretty good too. Oh wow. Was there a storyline? Was Mr. Miyagi still alive in three? Um. Yeah. So what happened was this friend of Crease came back. And he he came um, he came after Daniel, kind of okay. as a way to help his friend. Uh, and so, yeah, that was a that was a, an underrated credit kid. I totally forgot about it. James Corden, Camila Cabello, Billy Porter, and Idina Idina Menzel stopped traffic in West Hollywood last Friday for good old fashioned flash mob, and they were dressed like their Cinderella characters with James in a fuzzy mouse onesie. Now, after dancing around at Jennifer Lopez's Let's Get Loud, James apparently took a hit off a blunt given to him by a, a, dri- a, a person driving by. Had a blunt. Like, hey, you want this? James, uh, James Corden took it, took a, a smoke off this random blunt. Sound safe? Sounds yeah, right, safe, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Delta variant, anybody? Um, and then the skit, they're saying it's probably going to air this week on the Late Late Show since the movie comes out on Amazon Prime on Friday. But I don't know if you saw on social media over the weekend, people were tearing James Corden and the rest of these people apart for doing this. They were mad about them stopping traffic and how upset they would be if they were running late. And then this flash mob comes out and holds up traffic even longer. Another person referred to the flash mob as, quote, the Delta variant of the Imagine video. 
Yeah, that I saw the video. I mean, at first I thought it was funny, but yeah, they did hold up traffic, and well, it, it just was kind of a mess. They said, though, to their credit, though, they, I guess they've done this before, where they do it during a red light. So that's part of the whole gimmick is the light turns red. They have to run out, do this entire production. Light turns green. They have to get out of the way. But still, there's a little bit of a delay with them getting out of the way. It causes yeah. a little bit of a traffic headache. That's a, it's just right now with things the way they are, intentions high, I don't think I want to make anyone mad on the roadways. <laughs> I'm going to stay clear of that yeah. stuff. Next hour, we have an Apple HomePod Mini, and that's yours when you win Heads Up. And that's happening at 825. Lizzo, she is stirring things up. So yesterday I was on Twitter and... I see all these artists trending. I see Janet Jackson trending. I see Madonna trending. I see Britney Spears trending. And I'm just like, what is happening? And, and you know, whenever you see a person's name trending, you get kind of like, what happened? And it was all because of Lizzo that they were all trending. So she had made a post earlier in the day that said, Usher, the king of R&B. Thank you, Usher. So she kind of dubbed Usher the king of R&B, which people may have some opinions about that. Do you think Usher is the king of R&B? No. Who do you think is Maybe the the prince of R&B? Okay. Um, I have to put some thought into this, but I don't think it's Usher. Uh, Steph, do you think Usher is the king of R&B? Usher is definitely the king of R&B, in my opinion. He has so many hits out. I just went to his residency the other week, and he has so many hits, and it's just overwhelming how many hits that he has. So I agree with Lizzo that Usher is the king of R&B. What do you think? Who is the king of R&B? 702-364-9400. Because he was definitely getting some praise, but people were throwing other names in the mix. People, someone said R. Kelly. There's been a lot of R. Kelly's. Um, there was Stevie Wonder, The Weeknd. Ooh. Um, we've got, let's see here, Chris Brown. Would you put Michael Jackson as R&B? No. He, he's he's the king of pop. He's the king of he pop. He is undoubtedly the king of pop. There's no one else that would be the king of pop than Michael Jackson, in my opinion. So pop is where... Things got really kind of conflicting here because then Lizzo puts out a tweet saying her her rankings on the on the actual kings and queens of the music industry. And this is what she said. And see if you agree. 702-364-9400. She said king of pop, Michael Jackson. Then she said queen of pop, Janet Jackson. People went nuts. People have gone crazy coming at her saying, "Um, excuse me, Lizzo, have you ever heard of Madonna? Madonna is the queen of pop. Some of these other (laughs) tweets. Girl, you never heard of Madonna, have you? (laughs) This one said, are we just going to act like Madonna doesn't exist? Some people are agreeing with her, saying absolutely. So who is, in your opinion, who is the queen of pop? Also, she went on to name the prince of pop. She said that's Justin Bieber. She said the princess of pop is Britney Spears. She says the pop princess is Rihanna. (laughs) (laughs) This is quite the royal family she has going on. And the queen of music is Beyonce. That's Lizzo's royal family of music. Yes. What is it? What do you think? I really am curious as to what people think, especially on the Queen of Pop. 
702-364-9400. What do you think? Queen of Pop. I'm there with the Madonna. All of her hit songs in the 80s. I mean, she had hit after hit in the 80s. And then she, I was just looking it up. So she won seven Grammys, but not for anything she did in the 80s. or stuff she did in the 90s and early 2000s, which she won Grammys for. Madonna, and she's blessed. She's had, a, I mean, she just wasn't a flash in the pan. She's been around for a long time, and she hasn't gone away. Yeah. I I agree. I do think that Janet is... Uh, she's the she's the queen of rhythm nation. <laughs> That's my opinion. Steph, what do you think? Queen of pop. Queen of pop, in my opinion, would also be Janet Jackson. I grew up listening to Janet Jackson. I stayed up till 3 a.m. listening to Janet Jackson when I was a kid with my parents. We would go around the neighborhood cruising around, and it'd just be Janet Jackson on repeat. So, again, Lizzo, I'm with you. Queen of pop, Janet Jackson. Okay, so here's what we're getting so far. And give us your opinion. You can call or text us. Um, a queen of pop Madonna works for sure. This one says Prince of Pop, my, uh, D- Justin Timberlake on that. Ooh, is Justin Timberlake the Prince of Pop? This tweet says, okay, here's the rankings. Prince of Pop is Harry Styles. Princess of Pop is Britney Spears, along with Princess of Pop Ariana Grande. Oh, there's, a, well, you can have yeah, multiple princesses. So, oh, this, yeah. And then this one said Queens of Music are Beyonce. Lady Gaga and Taylor Swift, multiple queens on that one. Where do you put Whitney Houston? Does she make your royal family? Oh man, this is getting really confusing. What is uh, Whitney is a queen, but what is she queen of? She's a queen. Uh, she's a queen. She's a queen. In yeah. my opinion, Whitney's a queen. I, I don't know. This is hard. Does Aretha fall in here anywhere? Oh, man. She's a queen of soul. I think. I like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> you guys are so funny. If you say Janet Jackson, then also it's Paula Abdul. And don't forget Katy Perry as the a pop princess. Uh, this one says, I'm team Madonna, but she's definitely right about Queen B. Um where is LL Cool J? Well, he's the king of cool. He, oh man, I wouldn't say he's the king of rap. What is LL Cool J? Well, he has also crossed over, right, into movies and television shows. Well, yeah. So, the so king, the Janet of- Jackson did too. She was on. She was an actress too. Um, who has done more TV? LL. So say, saying is he like the king of media? And she's the queen of media. If you cross over, if you're covering more than just music, you're crossing over doing movies, doing television. Does that, does that, you're the no, king? No, Howard Stern's the king of all That's media. Right, I forgot. He's can't. the king of all media, though. <laughs> Let's talk to Lana, who is saying this one. Hey, Lana. Good morning. How about Cher? Does Cher not give any love? Oh, Cher. Cher is the queen of longevity. <laughs> She's the master at arms. <laughs> she, she just, I, I, hasn't she kept saying like over and over, like, this is the last tour. This is it. I'm done. But then she always comes back with another one. Yeah, you see, I think you see her at the Coliseum next year at some point. Uh, this text says, what about Bruno Mars? Ah, what about Bruno Mars? He does deserve to be in the royal court, but I'm not sure where. This is very confusing. This text says, how do you differentiate pop and R&B? I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know. How do you differentiate? Yeah, I'm still with that whole Usher thing, saying Usher's the king of R&B is what we went with. Yeah, well, that's what that's what Lizzo thinks, and some people agree, some disagree on that. I was googling king of R&B all time. Oh, they 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 blend the categories. It's not male female. So you got James Brown, you got R. Kelly. They throw Beyonce in there. Aretha Franklin. People, Marvin Gaye. Oh man. Okay, now. We're- we really need to sit down and analyze this. Do we go based on awards? Do we go based on downloads? Do we, what do we go based on? This is too hard. Luther Vandross down there as the king of R&B. I forgot that he passed away. Oh, yeah. I hate that when he forgets someone passes away, a celebrity. He'll find out again. He'll reliving that, that sadness all over again. But really quick, who do you think is the king of rap? I'm curious. The king of rap? Because the first person that popped in my mind was Jay-Z. But I don't know if that, like... Flow wise, I don't know. I like I I thought Jay Z. Is, is Tupac rap? Yeah. Yeah, I would say Tupac. Steph, what do you think? King of rap. Oh, I I would say people would like to say Eminem. Oh yes. I don't know. I mean, I mean, in my opinion, I love Notorious B.I.G. and then I love Tupac as well. But then there's the East Coast West Coast thing. So Queen of rap. Ooh. Nicki, then there's a Nicki, Nicki Cardi. Mina- Nicki Minaj, I think. I like it. We could have East Coast, West Coast divisions, too. He's the East Coast king of rap, the West Coast king of rap. Oh, my God. This is yeah. so hard. Go really deep, man. We could break really this deep. down all week long at this time. Different categories uh, and just break it down all week long. This is why they were trending. If you saw they were trending, you're wondering why. That is why they were trending. The king of comedy. Uh, oh. Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, Seinfeld. Um... Don Rickles. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, back in the day. You know, sure, got to cover all genres. <laughs> Up next is the hot three. So what do you have? So CCSD will be considering a vaccine mandate. What do you guys think about that? Also, online trolls, they are not fueled by their anonymity. We're going to talk about that coming up. And a master manipulator commits a crime all so he could be the hero of the crime. We'll explain coming up next in the Hot 3. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 4.1 Mercedes in the morning, 8 o'clock hour, 825. We have for you an Apple HomePod Mini. 
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. Well, the Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. So this week, the Clark County School District Board of Trustees is meeting to consider a vaccine mandate for all district employees. But a lot of teachers and parents say that this is not their call to make. The board's going to hold a special meeting on Wednesday to consider establishing a vaccination policy. Uh, they did send out a release the school district did on Friday regarding the possible mandate. They say our top priority remains the safety and well-being of our students and staff. Adopting and implementing required vaccination for COVID-19 is the responsible common sense course of action. We've seen many other government agencies, companies, institutions and organizations pursue. Now, some teachers and other staff members are talking about a possible walkout or call off if the district requires vaccination. So Wednesday, we'll know more about this. Wednesday's the meeting? Yeah, Wednesday's okay. the meeting. Yeah. Hopefully so that'll be a civil meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> also this morning, if you've ever scrolled through the comments section of controversial articles or gone through Twitter threads, you're you're sure to have come across some online trolls. Well, a new study looked into it and found that people don't become nastier on the internet just because they're anonymous. Instead, they found that jerks on the internet are actually jerks all the time, including in real life. The internet <laughs> is just a massive megaphone for them, and it makes them more visible than in real life. Naturally, the researchers honed in on politics, and the data shows that those jerks in those threads were predisposed to aggressive status-seeking behavior, and people who are mean to you online would be equally mean to you offline, face-to-face. It is worth pointing out that the study focused on real people and didn't address the fake accounts by trolls who are deliberately working to stoke tensions. I found myself over the weekend, I've never really done this before, but I was scrolling through on Friday, and it was some some ad I got, it was some product, and it was an executive yeah, you know, it, it was for some pill or powder you take for energy and to help you get focused and stuff. But he's talking about prior to taking such and such. I ran a, a you know top 100 company at 15 meetings a day. I'm like, whoa, it piqued my interest. And I'm reading like the comments that people leave on ads are hysterical. They're just shredding this guy. They're like, you had 15 minutes a day. Try time management. They're just laying into this guy. And, and then, so I found myself over the weekend. Anytime I get an ad, just read the comments because people just shred whatever product it is. And they're doing it just for fun. And it's very, very funny. It's uh, it, it, Some of the trolls, though, like... I, I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Why are you so angry at the world? <laughs> Seriously, what happened? People, uh, and, and people behind the, these keyboard uh, these um, these keyboard warriors, they just fire things away, but you get them face to face. Oh, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. That's what this is saying, that that's not true. They're still going to be mean to you in person. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to think. Trip and push you. Like, yeah. What are you doing, man? Finally, this morning, uh, this has probably happened in multiple episodes of Law & Order SVU, but... I, I've never heard of this in real life. A 36-year-old man from Georgia named Rodney Metzer was just sentenced to 25 years in prison for kidnapping his ex-wife just so he could pretend to save her. So he broke into her home back on January 1st. Then he hid who he was by wearing a mask and disguising his voice. <laughs> he, he roughed her up. Oh, gosh. He, yeah, he zip-tied her hands. He put a pillowcase on her head. He dragged her outside, and he left her there. So then he went home. He changed his clothes, and he returned to the ex's house where while she was still tied up. And that's when he, quote-unquote, saved her. The cops were not fully buying Rodney's story, and they later discovered surveillance footage of him leaving a store with zip ties in his hands. His computer also showed searches for things like, how long before you starve to death? 
The prosecutors called Rodney a master manipulator before his plan. He had tried to win her back by faking a cancer diagnosis, and that didn't work either. This is an awful man, and it's an awful situation for this woman. But let's say Matt put on a ski mask and, and, and broke into the house and came upstairs to you and disguised his voice. Would you know it's him right away? I think I would. I, I think I would. I, I don't think he could describe. And then also, I have a very sensitive nose, and he has a smell, and I love his smell. You know, like our, our pheromones, they click. And I would smell him. I'd be like, it's you. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Take I, the mask I can, off. <laughs> yeah, it, it, no problem. It's you. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Most people, I think, would I, you know, recognize their spouse if they got a mask on and they come in. Their mannerisms, the way they move, the height, weight, eyes and everything. I, I think I would pick up if it's Laura in a mask. Yeah, but what a what a jerk. He's like, oh, hello, I'm here to save you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let's get back together. You saved my life. Yes, exactly. 825, don't forget that Apple HomePod Mini. We got it for you when you win heads up. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. 801. Welcome back. Now, it, we, it was a weekend. We had some time off and it's been a while since we've done this. You guys are probably going to cringe when I tell you, but it's time. For Weekend High Low. Oh, <laughs> last time we played this was uh, in Chicago at dinner. Yes. We did a week uh, Weekend High Low in Chicago. So the, basically playing High Low is something that I, I make our family do every Friday night when we have dinner. Like, what was your high of the week? What was your low of the week? And it just generates a discussion. You find out some things you didn't know about that person's week. So we, we're going to do it since we've been away from each other for the last two days for, for the weekend. And I like starting with the low. That way we end on a high okay so yes so why don't we uh why don't we go around and we can each do our lows first and then we'll go around and we'll do our highs what was your low from the weekend jc oh i went first in chicago can someone else go first steph what was your low <laughs> from the weekend Oh, hold on one second. My low from the weekend. I had a really, really good weekend overall, so it was really hard to aim for or find a low. But I would say my puppy Momo is still trying to um, – we're still trying to figure out his sleeping situation. Like, he does really well while he sleeps on the couch. And I think it's in my schedule during the week that messes up the weekend schedule because he's like, oh, it's 3 o'clock. Time to get up, Mom. Time to get up. So on fr- on Saturday morning and on Sunday morning – He woke us up to barking, and we're just really trying to figure out how we can kind of figure out. I don't know if it's something that we need to give him or if it's a disciplinary act that we need to do. It's just like, it's time for bed, Momo. No, mommy needs to sleep in. Give me a couple more hours. But he's just so wide awake by 3 a.m. So Saturday morning and Sunday morning, he woke me up to nonstop Barking at oh, three a.m. That's good. And you and you live in an apartment too, so you have neighbors. You do they ever complain about the barking? He they have complained oh. about the barking. So that's where I mean, if we lived in a house, bark away. <laughs> I don't care. Please. Yeah, <laughs> but now that we're into that, considering the fact that we've already gotten a complaint, we don't want another one. We're trying to figure out that little medium of not attending to him because he's barking and that it's okay to bark, but at the same time trying to also cater to our neighbors. So that was my low of the week. It could just be a puppy thing, too, where once he still gets older, too, because I remember Jax was kind of the same way. Yeah. Uh, Zoe was, she was easy peasy, but Jax was the same way, barking and stuff in the morning and everything. And then as he got older, just kind of grew out of it. And now... I mean, he knows it's it's funny because he knows like when it's a weekday and then when it's a weekend and we sleep in a little bit longer. So maybe it's just a puppy thing. You know, hopefully I'll grow it. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm I'm praying he outgrows that. So that was my low of the weekend. My high of the weekend. No, 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 no. We're going around all low. Oh, we're going low. JC, what's your low? Oh, I like this. Okay, cool. Uh, My low would have been Saturday at the gym. I tweaked my back. 
And we've done this before, and it's um, it's normally when I'm doing a lower back exercise. And I was there at the gym on Saturday, and I'm I'm, I'm doing an exercise, and I kind of, I kind of felt a, a little bit of a, a little tiny pain in my lower back. Not, not a pop, but just something was off. I'm like, ah, I feel it coming on. So instead of you know going lighter and maybe leaving the gym, I continue to work out hard and heavy, and I think that really affected. So I, I pulled my back at the gym one Saturday. Uh, that's never fun. Does it feel better now, though, at least? Yeah, it's much better. Saturday, I mean, it, I'm not able to walk around. I was able to walk around and, and, and do everything. I just kind of felt the pain. And I told my wife, it's not like a pain pain. It's more of like a comical pain. Like I go to Ben bend over to pick up something i'm like ooh, i i feel that ooh, but i'm still able to bend over and pick stuff up do you up. feel it now while doing that no it's much better okay and i actually went to the gym on sunday it, it's it's a lot better oh yeah just work it out jc that's really gonna help you out <laughs> like i said you rub dirt on it and you yeah, work through it it works out <laughs> but that would have been the low is uh tweaking my back on saturday okay uh my low from the weekend was my daughter she was going to take the sat on saturday and so she's just driving herself over to the school to do that and i'm laying in bed just looking at my phone and she's calling me all of a sudden i'm like hello and i i can hear her. she's like mom and i just heard the way she said mom i was like <gasps> i'm like yeah and she's like um someone hit me and i'm like wait what and so she um was waiting to pull into a parking spot and someone wasn't looking and they pulled out and uh. just Oh, right into her car and she was shaken up and so i i immediately I, w- I was like what happened and then matt could hear it and he just jumps up and he runs over there um and she's fine she's totally fine physically <laughs> mentally not so much but um she wasn't able to take the sat because they had to deal with that oh, and everything no. that happened and then um you know now she has to get her car fixed and so that was definitely a low over the weekend and you said fine physically which is the big thing but i think too as a new driver that kind of mentally sits you for, sits with you for a little bit when yeah. something like that happens it's in it, the back of your mind it was a bummer she was really bummed out and really sad and she was bummed she couldn't take her sat and like now she has to delay it for like a month and a half which she's trying to get in college applications yeah. and she's like uh i need to get this done so that was that was definitely the low Aww. this weekend for us Sorry. So. oh it's okay she's all right that's why i kept telling her she's like in my car I'm like stuff is stuff you're fine how long is the car out of commission for we don't know that we're taking it in this morning and getting an estimate on it because the the driver admitted their fault oh they're, okay they're like we're gonna take care yeah. of it and so that that was a good part of it it's like okay <laughs> we just want it fixed we're Honestly. not trying to go after anyone we just want to get it fixed so and her lower back hurts too right no 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 we're not playing that game for sure um so that was our low all right let's go back to highs let's end it on a high steph what was your high from the weekend my high was we made carne asada off the grill on saturday night and oh my gosh it was so good that it was bad that i ate so much it was the best james made a homemade marinade he was we put it on our instagram stories everyone was like oh my god it's so mercedes i think you even reacted to it that looks amazing. I made it from I made guacamole from scratch too. Oh, it was so good. So good that we ate it for breakfast the next day. Do you guys have like a grill on your patio or do you use like a community grill when you grill? So we use the community grill by the pool and we that's been a game changer cuz this like we've been cooking chicken there and it the 
apartment doesn't smell like chicken or at all. It's so good. Do people walk by asking if they can have some? <laughs> no, I hope not. Like, absolutely not. I Let me get like, some of that. Who, who are the neighbors that are always cooking? We need to make friends with those guys. <laughs> it is not, if it's the neighbors complaining, definitely not getting a, a slice. And you're the person, too, that puts those good smells in the neighborhood then, too. Mm, I am. There's always someone barbecue and you're outside like... Ooh, <laughs> those kind of couple with that shit suit that's so loud. <laughs> All right, JC, you're high of the weekend. Uh, this past weekend would have been dinner on Friday night. We do our sushi dinner every Friday night. And last week was just kind of a, a busy week for my wife and I. And it's just, I don't know, we just love going to sushi on Friday. We get there at 530 and we just, I mean... We have a great laughs with the manager and the bartender, and we've, we've got to, to know all the, the staff that works there and, and um, just catching up with them and, and, and chatting with them. It's just we just have a really good time. We walk out of there with so many laughs, great food, too. And it's funny because a couple of Fridays ago we went there, and for some reason we like we didn't have an appetite. I'm like, Ugh, why am we that hungry? This past Friday we had like a tapeworm inside of us because we were eating nonstop with so much good food. And yeah, that's like usually that's one of the normal highs for our weekend is our, our sushi dinner on Friday. And didn't you like make friends with someone um, at dinner? Yeah, we actually, and it's kind of funny. We we sit, we always sit at the bar, and it, every Friday night there's always a different couple next to us, and it's so funny. We always like end up interacting with the, the people next to us, and we made some great. Uh, friends along the way and this couple we met this past Friday night we're sitting there and we we start talking to them and uh, it turns out we live like two miles away from each other and then uh, they start talking about when they got married and then we start talking about when we got married and like we got married September like so did we they got married on September 15th and my wife and I got married on September 15th oh the same year and everything no 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 they were 2010 I think we were 2007 so oh. pretty close so but same day and um, we just really hit it off and and, and the, the, the wives exchanged phone numbers and we're planning on doing dinner in a couple weeks oh that's nice so that's a that's a good high you made some new friends yeah made some new friends but it's just eh, it's a good feeling on Friday night that's uh yeah that's always fun but you have something to look forward to every Friday we used to do a Friday night dinner every Friday we stopped doing that but it was always fun we always look forward to it and it's nice when they know you too when you come yeah. you come walking in and they have like our, our drink waiting for us and there's a certain food that I like they have that out for me as well it's like wow you guys really take care of your customers all right well my weekend high was probably I'd have to say it was something that I thought was going to be my low but it was the the Guns N' Roses concert on Friday it was so much fun um, we went with some really great friends um some people that we've just become better friends with over the last couple years and they're just i really like hanging out with them and we we had a great time at the concert the concert was so fun um wasn't expecting myself to enjoy myself as as much as i did my husband was the one who was really looking forward to it i saw so many people there that we just all ended up hanging out in a big group and then um to top it off the concert inspired me to do something on the way home I was so inspired by Duff McKagan's t-shirt that I went on Sly Stallone's website. Did you know Sylvester Stallone has a website and he has a store where you can buy things related to his movies? It doesn't surprise me as a website. It surprises me that it has his own clothing line. Okay. And it's a picture. If you went to the concert on Friday and you saw Duff McKagan, he was wearing a shirt with John Rambo's mugshot on it. Uh I don't know why. I liked that shirt so much. I was like, that is a cool shirt. And my husband's like, you should order one. I'm like, I should. And I was like, nah, that'd be weird. I'm like, no, but I really like that shirt. So on the way home, I Googled it. I'm like, John Rambo mugshot t-shirt. And it sends you right to Sylvester Stallone's website. 
and I saw it, and they have a women's version of it. I was like, sweet. <laughs> so I ended up buying it. I just liked it so much. That's really cool. You didn't buy the official Rocky fedora that he sells? No, I did not get any of those things. I just got my John Rambo t-shirt, so I can't wait till Aww. it comes. I just got a notification this morning that it's on the way. So I was like, yes, life's alone. Thank you. His shop is really cool. You can buy the Rambo knife. You didn't buy that? <laughs> I didn't get the knife or anything. Be, be happy about that. That's your weekday high that I didn't buy the knife. <laughs> the John Rambo mugshot tea. There it is. It's coming. It's on its way. It's, I can track it as we speak. So I was very excited. So that was my high over the week. I'm just, I'm stuck on this uh, side Sloan clothing <laughs> stuff that he has. So many great options. I know. Who knew he had his own website? So if anyone was looking, it's it's slicedaloneshop.com. Um, <laughs> He's got a Rocky statue shamrock t-shirt. I just, I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't keep my eyes off of it the whole concert. I'm like, why, why am I in love with that shirt? It just, I finally decided I was going to buy it. His shirt is, end, I mean, his website is endless full of products. It's like five pages. They deep. have kids stuff too. Yeah. And, and I, my the onesies. They have a women's section. Like it's, they have all sorts of stuff. Look at, I'm going to buy you this onesie. Yo, the yo one. <laughs> I'm going to get you the Rocky five. I must break you t-shirt in red. <laughs> Did you see the 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 shirt the, that has a picture of Adrian's hair and it says his Adrian? <laughs> so I'm guessing that is, there's one that says her rock uh-huh. or something like that. <laughs> very clever, Sly Stolen. Very clever. There's, there's some money to be made everywhere you look. <laughs> uh, do we still have our, our, our shop site up? We sure do. We've got no sales yet so far. Oh, Darn it. No one's buying our stuff. Let's put our mug shots on a t-shirt, see if anyone will buy them. We don't have mug shots, but we can uh, take some fake ones. Yeah, we'll fake them up. All right, coming up here, we're kicking off next. We're kicking off 60 plus minutes commercial free, and we have an Apple HomePod mini for you in just about 15 minutes. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 827. Did you have, when you were in college, like, the bar that you went to, like your, maybe it was in college, maybe it's just young adulthood. Maybe you still have that same bar, but it's like where you're the regular. I, I, I feel horrible that I did this, but so we're talking to my daughter about colleges and she's making her short list and, and getting ready to start at the applications process. And one of the, the schools on her list was, University of Colorado Boulder, which is where I went and I dropped out to move to Vegas to take this job. So I never graduated from there. I ended up graduating from UNLV, but I think it's a beautiful campus and she's been there before and I'm kind of like, hey, you should really look at CU Boulder. And she's like, I'll put it on my list, but I can tell she's not like totally 100% into it. She's got other schools that she likes better. And so as a selling point, I'm like, you know, it's just such a quaint college town. It's really cute. And then there's like really cool bars on the hill. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? Why am I promoting the bars? But there was this bar that we used to go to that was our happy hour place. Not just happy hour, but like Friday, Saturday, Thursday night. And it was called Tulagi's. And that was like, that was our go-to bar. That was where we would go all the time. The bartenders knew us. The guys at the door knew us. They would let us in. We didn't have to stand in the line because we were... We were such regulars there. It was always Tulagi's. Did everyone have that, that bar, that go-to bar? And if it was in college or post-college, what was that bar? And, and the names is what I love. What was it called? Tulagi's? Tulagi's, yeah. It, it, we always picked the names, like the weirdest names. But yeah, the bars. We, there was Tulagi's. And then as a young adult, um, it was the Shillelagh. 
And that was like this rundown hole in the wall. We went to the shillelagh if we had no money. But if it was payday, we went to Bayou Bob's because Bayou Bob's, that, they were more expensive, but they had better drinks. But when we were poor, it was the shillelagh. <laughs> okay, what was that bar for you? 702-364-9400. If you went to UNLV in the 90s, you'll remember these. But so for, for UNLV in the 90s, you just go down Maryland Parkway and you have you've had Moose's was a big one. You had Tom and Jerry's was a big one. Chuckster's was another one of those college bars. Those were kind of like the big three on Maryland Parkway. And then post-graduation, for me, the place to go to was at the Monte Carlo, which is now the Park MGM. But prior to that, it was the Monte Carlo and the pub, the brew pub inside the Monte Carlo. That was it on a Saturday night. Which is interesting that it was on the strip for locals. But I remember everyone went to the brew pub. Like, that was the place. It, a line around the block, too, to get in that place. Around the casino to get in that place on, on a Saturday night. And that was one of those deals where... I didn't have to check in with my friends. I just knew, okay, Saturday night, you know, get, get a ride over there, get there around 10, 30, 11, and there's going to be 20 people inside of it that I know. No worries. Everyone's going there on a Saturday night. What was your your bar that you went to, your regular spot, your hangout? The names are the best, like you said, 702-364-9400. So we have Tulagi's, The Brew Pub. The what was the other ones you said? Uh, Mooses, Mooses, Chucksters, and then I had uh, Bayou Bob's or the Shillelagh. <laughs> <laughs> Bayou Bob sounds really good. Did they, they have good seafood? They had food, like they had food that was so good, and that's why we would only go there on payday because we had the money to buy the food. Um, and it was like it was they had hurricanes. It was kind of like a, a New Orleans themed mm-hmm. uh, bar. It was so cool. Um. Mike wants to talk about Tulagi's. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning. I think I went to see you around when you went to see you. Did you go to Tulagi's too? I remember can night where you ran, jammed your hand in a big trash can and grabbed a beer for 50 cents. <laughs> yes. and you never know what you got. What was this? It was just a free-for-all. You pay them 50 cents and you put your hand in the can, the trash can, uh-huh. and whatever you pulled out, yes. that's what you got. What would you get? Was it just like Coors Light and stuff? Or was it, how, what was it? I would get, like, Keystone a lot. Uh, the Beast, Milwaukee's Best. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keystone and Bud Light. Yeah, there's always Keystone in there. Did you ever go to the sink, Mike? My roommate was a the manager there. Oh. So I was there all the time. The sink is my favorite, and it's still around. Last time I took my kids up there, we had to have lunch at the sink. Like, that place is world famous. Like, presidents, actors, they all go there. They sign the wall. Oh, Mike, we, we must bond Robert for Redford. Robert Redford, yeah, he went to see you, and he's all over that wall, right? Yep. That place is so cool. If you're in college and, know, and you know someone that worked at, at the bar or the restaurant that you went to, I mean, talk about the ultimate hookup, having that person, like Mike's roommate was the manager of that spot. He was locked in. He was golden every time he went in that place. Exactly. Uh, Brandon is saying, um, he attending Stanford in Palo Alto, California, we had a bar called The Dutch Goose, where you always had peanuts, and they... They decided to what? I they they decided to put sawdust and peanut shells all over the floor that was covering every time he came in. Um, Can't do that now. Peanut yeah. allergies not going to happen. This one says Tulagi's closed in two thousand and one. I think it became Players Club. I lived behind the sink. I lived behind the sink. Unpleasant. That was my street. Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. Um, Anybody go to the drink when that was open back in the day here in Las Vegas? The drink. I never went there. I never went to, like, 
I went to Club Rio a couple of times. I think the drink closed before you, because you came in 97, right? Yeah. The drink opened in 96. It was Koval and Harmon, and it was cool, an open-air bar. But the problem was they didn't get uh, the zoning permission to have an open-air bar in that neighborhood. So they had to cover the bar, and the place went downhill after that. Aww. And then it became ice after that. Ice. I ice. do remember ice. Didn't they have foam parties in there? Uh, foam parties was at the beach. Ice would have, like, just smoke machines. Oh, my goodness. You couldn't see anything in front of you. <laughs> ah! Can you imagine doing that now? <laughs> you go, like, help me. I can't, I can't see. <laughs> Maybe that's good. Yeah. Hey, you look hot enough. <laughs> it's kind of smoky in here, but you look good. You don't know who you're dancing with. I'm dancing with someone. Okay, right now, caller 20, 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up for a pretty cool prize. We have an Apple HomePod Mini to give away, courtesy of BMG. So you can listen to Mix 94.1 on the speaker, play all your favorite artists like January Jane. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now. Pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20, you're in. 702-364-9400. Yeah, that's the latest from Maroon 5. That one's called Lost. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, we have Aubrey. Aubrey, you're color 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I am. Okay, pick a category. Do you want to go with coconut, growing beard, in the wild, bring home the bacon, or greetings from Las Vegas? Um, greetings from Las Vegas. Okay, World Letter Writing Day is on Wednesday. So these are all things that are associated with writing a letter. Okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes. Okay. Aubrey, here's the deal. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You're going to get the Apple HomePod Mini. Ladies, you start now. When you write your name on a check, it, you you have to write your what? It, this is called... Your signature. Yes. This is um, uh, 219 Fifth Street is my whatever. Address. Yes. This is, um. you might buy one of these when you're on vacation and say it's the weather's... A be- stamp uh, or a postcard. Yes. This is what you would put your letter in and then li- lick it. Yes. This is um. This is old school, how people used to write letters. They put the paper in, they scroll it, and then they hit the um the keyboard. It's a... Uh, Send? But what was the item called? The big metal thing that people used to put paper in? Oh, uh, um, a typewriter. Yes. This is um, what you put on the letter to make sure it goes. You have to put one of these. Yes. You got it. Congratulations, Aubrey. Thank you. Aubrey, this is really cool. You just got yourself an Apple HomePod Mini, and you're qualified for the grand prize, uh, an Apple HomePod Mini three-pack. So you can listen to Mix 94.1 all over your house. Congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing. And just for the record, Mercedes, you said your dress was 219 Fifth Street. Yeah. I looked it up. There's a 219 Fifth Street in Sacramento and also Brooklyn, New York. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, Obviously, it's not my address. (laughs) (laughs) We have more winning this morning. Next hour for you, 940. Be here for your tickets to go see Michael Buble. 
for you. I guess you moved on really easily. Olivia Rodrigo. She has claimed the name Olivia. In my opinion, when I say there are certain artists or certain stars that I think claim the name, like they're the most famous person with that name. And before Olivia Rodrigo, who do you think was the most famous person named Olivia? Olivia Newton-John. Okay. Do you think she's beat Olivia Newton-John or do you think that Olivia Newton-John still holds holds the title of the most famous Olivia? I'm going to say, I'm going to say Olivia, uh, Olivia Rodrigo is making a good run on that. I I, I think Olivia Newton-John is fantastic, but she hasn't been relevant recently. We haven't heard. I know she's been sick and everything, but I think she's doing much better. Um, so I'm going to say I'm going to give it to Rodrigo. OK, I, I agree. I think Olivia has claimed the name. Yeah. So so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you certain names and you tell me who you guys think has claimed the name. OK, the most famous person in the world with this first name. OK, OK. Oh, by the way, I just I, I punched in famous Olivia's Olivia Munn. I mean, honestly, if I say, did you see that story about Olivia? Are you thinking Olivia Munn? Mm, no. Olivia Wilde? Maybe her. She's pretty relevant right now. Um, I, I, Olivia Rodrigo is the biggest it, one yeah, right now. She's, got she's it, just yep, the biggest. Okay. okay. Did you guys see that story about Kelly? Kelly Ripa did what? Steph? I mean, come on. Kelly Clarkson. Of course. Ooh. What are you saying? I don't know. I actually had a hard time with that one. I went with Ripa. I think Kelly Ripa is bigger than Kelly Clarkson. Really? Yep. Hmm. I'm sorry. I, in my opinion, maybe it's just a, a generation thing. <laughs> maybe it's just, I don't know. Not saying you're old, Daisy. <laughs> what? I, oh, gosh. I don't know. You got to go with first thing. When you, first thing that popped in your I mind. I didn't have one until you both said that. Now I'm torn. But I also just thought of Kelly Rowland. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think your two Kellys are probably more famous. Hey, Steph, my Kelly's talk show is better than your Kelly's talk show. Okay, you could give it some time. She just no, started No, I recently. think Kelly Clarkson has higher ratings than Kelly Live with... Kelly and Ryan. Blasphemous. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm not trying to get in the middle of this, but I think Kelly, Kelly, Kelly Clarkson has a, Who do you think is the most famous Kelly? Um, we're playing Claim the Name, and you can join in. I have a bunch of other names, too. 702-364-9400. Did you have a question, Steph? I was going to say, sorry, uh, but... I can check, double check on the Kelly Clarkson and the Kelly and Ryan thing, but yeah. I, I don't want to get into it too deep. Okay, okay. <laughs> what about this one, you guys? I'm going to talk about here and what's trending. The story about John. <laughs> I, I went. I thought John Travolta because of John. Uh, John Cena, I think, owns John's. I don't know why. You went... think John Cena is the most famous John in the world? Who are you going to go with? <laughs> Thank you. It's not easy. Who are you going with, Steph? I went John Stamos. <laughs> Cena Stamos. Krasinski? The... <sighs> I'm, I'm sticking with Cena. You got to give us one. Come on. F. Kennedy. No, Cena, <laughs> Cena's bigger. No, John F. Kennedy is bigger than Cena. I bet, bet you if we polled uh, a bunch of kids, John Cena or John Kennedy, they would know Cena over Kennedy. You think? Yes. Absolutely That's not. It's sad. It's sad. I'm sorry. I'm Team Mercedes on this one. JFK is much more popular than Cena. You went with Stamos. I did, but I'm going with you two first. I'm sorry. I'm, a, I'm texting my child. Who's the most famous John in the world, in your opinion? Which child? We please tell um, me. Sophie, because she's okay. the only one who can have her phone right now. The other, Brooklyn cannot. So we'll we'll get back to us. Um, and what do you guys think? Let's see if you guys are texting us here. What other Johns do we have out there? John Cena, John Krasinski. 
Travolta. Lovitz. Uh, John Lovitz. Legend. Someone just texted John Legend. John Travolta. Um, John Goodman. John Cusack. Cusack hasn't. Uh, you, if this was 1996. Well, Cusack excuse, would win. Who's me? Uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, listen, we're, we're not Johnny gonna... <laughs> Depp. John, that's Johnny. E. Oh, okay. We're knocking down uh, Olivia Newton-John to put Rodrigo in there because she hasn't done anything lately. <sighs> bon Jovi. Is he, he's J O N though? To me, that's a different kind of John. There, it's John. John. It's John's. Okay. All right. Okay. Claim the name on this one. Oh. <laughs> Got a good story today coming up about Tom. Good old Tom. Tom Cruise. I thought Tom Cruise, too. I thought Tom Hanks. Oh. Ooh, Who's yeah. more famous, Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks? I think uh, I like Tom Hanks better, but I think Cruise might be more famous internationally. You, you bring in those international markets. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom Hanks is like, he's like America's dad. Cruise is like, you know, he's like an international movie star. Okay. Name the most famous Tom Hanks movie. Forrest Gump. Gump. Exactly. I'm sorry, but you go to Tom Cruise, what, Mission Impossible? The Top Gun. Top Gun? Risky Business? I mean, see, you got you got multiple. You think of Forrest oh. Gump and see Tom Hanks and that's it. Okay. Okay, then how about this, Steph? You go first on this. The most famous Jennifer. Lopez. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez. J-Lo's my girl. Aniston is so much bigger. What? Yes! No way. <laughs> oh Jennifer gosh. Lopez is way bigger than no, Aniston. Aniston is. Tell that's me the her last name. thing she's done beside the Friends reunion. Morning show. Okay. Smart water. We all drink it because oh, of her. Oh, wow. Smart water. <laughs> what has Lopez done besides break out with A-Rod and oh start dating Ben Affleck? She's doing all sorts of music and videos, collabs, fashion, makeup line just came What's out. What's her last song She that was came out? just at the big uh, thing in, in, in Milan. What is it? Dolce & Gabbana or something. So, was, so was Aniston. She wasn't there. Yes, yeah, she was. How do you know? I don't know. <laughs> you are such a gaslighter. What's, you, what's you, Lopez, make, you make stuff up and you try to act like it's true. What's Lopez's fa- big big last song or big last hit? Mm, mm-hmm. Well, just because I don't know doesn't mean she doesn't have one. Well, Anderson's last hit was the Fringe reunion, which which was huge in the ratings. J Lo is a little bit more versatile with her talents. She's a dancer. She's a singer. She's an actor. So she's done all those. I'm sorry, Anderson, but I only see actor. Who played Stifler's mom? Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, and she's in that movie that show White that are, Lotus. Yeah, yeah so she's Jennifer good. Coolidge. I like her. Someone's mad at us because we didn't say John Legend for the most famous John. I'm sorry, Cena beats him. Allison, sorry about that one. I I agree, John Legend. He's pretty or John John Legend, not John Legend. John Lennon is oh, pretty Lennon. famous. Um, yeah, Lennon. Hmm, get, well, so so many things going on here. I think I think kids more kids know who John Cena is versus John Lennon. And secondly, did your daughter respond to the most famous yes. John? She, you know what she wrote? Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> someone texted John Doe. Hello, come on, John Doe. And someone wrote, "Oh my gosh, this is so funny." Tiger Woods is the most famous John. <laughs> Quick, quick. This one says J-Lo just had a Super Bowl performance. Uh, John F. Kennedy, Aniston Lopez, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hanks, Tom Brady, John Mayer, John Mellencamp, John Leguizamo, dear Lord, (laughs) John Wayne. (laughs) This should be a new Monday morning game. I have a bunch of other names I didn't get to, so I'm going to save them and we'll try it again. Jennifer Aniston, come on. Aniston, she's a top. The texts are coming in on her. She's a top Jennifer. She's Mm, definitely top five Jennifers. Top five, yes. Top one, yes. Mm. She's definitely top five, though. I give you that. 
Suzanne. Uh, if you Google who is the most famous Jennifer in the world, Jennifer Lopez is number one. That is according to Ranker. What is Google now? Oh, no. Actually, now it's Jennifer Lawrence. Oops. Then Jennifer Aniston. Then Jennifer Lopez. Then Jennifer Garner. Then Jennifer Hudson. Oh, I forgot about Hudson. Oh, my God. What's going on with this? All right, the Hot Three's coming up next. What do you have for us? Oh, man. I just, I'm tempted to just read more of these. I know. I want to do more uh, names. Uh, let's see. What is coming up in the Hot Three? Good question. Uh, most young adults are doing this more now than they were before COVID. We'll tell you what it is. Also, we're going to talk about... The new gross trend to infest the dating world and Michigan parents, they owe their son over $30,000 because they threw this away that belonged to their son. Wait until you hear what it was. We'll talk about all of that coming up next in the Hot 3. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Okay, who owns the rights to Kid? The most famous I say Kid. Coming up, we have a story about Kid. Kid. I'm not saying it. Leroy. Were you going to say rock at first? Yes. I think it's forced mm. a habit. I didn't want to say kid rock, but yeah, that's what I was I was going for. I was going to go in play. Oh, there was a famous radio guy named Kid Craddock. Oh, yes. Rest in peace, kid. Yeah, he was one of our inspirations. He was a good guy. There's a lot of kids out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Nearly 7 in 10 Gen Zs and millennials are getting back to spending money on things they missed because of COVID. Three in four are focusing their spending on activities that allow them to catch up with friends and family. And 51% of respondents say they have spent money on a trip another 49 percent are spending money on fancy drinks and dinners at bars and restaurants the study also finds that 59 percent of people are spending more money now than they did before the pandemic and 58 percent are creating new savings goals because their spending habits have changed let's go out and get fancy drinks yeah we i mean we were sitting here drinking boxed wine for the whole pandemic it's time to go out and let loose why yeah, not get fancy <laughs> all right have you heard of the dating term roaching before it sounds gross right roaching, roaching. I haven't heard of it. I'm trying to think what that would mean. Roaching refers to the act of hiding the fact that you're seeing multiple people from a new romantic partner. While the new companion may realize their partner has other lovers, it only becomes roaching when they realize there are, in fact, many other lovers. They say it's inspired by the ickiness of seeing one of those nasty little bugs. But knowing when you turn the lights on, there are lots of them. So they, to roach is not to cheat per se, but to be purposely opaque about your sex life. Do you consider roaching worse than cheating? If you're like dating someone and you've got all these other potential or these other relationships that you're just kind of hiding. I don't know. I don't think I think cheating's worse. I think it's cheating. You've you've both openly committed to each other, whether it be you're just uh, going steady. 
whether you're engaged, married, you're committed to each other. Roaching, it sounds like you're at a point where you have not committed to each other. You just don't know if there are other um, affairs and activities. So to me, cheating is worse than roaching. I, I think if roaching, if it's the way I understand it, it sounds like when they say there's, they have other lovers. So to me, like they are hooking up with not just one other person, but many other people. So would you rather someone hook up with many other, be hooking up with many other people knowing that none of them are really serious one other person, and it's really serious. Um, exciting. The roaching happens all the time. Hooking up with a, a bunch of other people. I, I mean, do people not do that when they date anymore? Like you're out playing around, having a good time, and then you start kind of seeing someone, but you haven't yet fully committed. So there's a chance you might hook up with someone else. I mean, I guess yes, but if when you say roaching, I think of like twenty or thirty other people. Oh my gosh. That's I mean, that's how people. roaches are. It's not like just one or two. That would so I don't know what say, that is. That's like micing. Yeah, I was going to say, when we said roach, I'm thinking maybe three people tops. <laughs> 20, 30 people. You're a busy person. That's, yeah, you that's a, a lot busy of busy person. Mm. Finally, this morning, U.S. District Judge Paul Maloney just ruled that David Working's parents had no right to throw out the collection of films, magazines, and other prized possessions from his pornography collection. This judge has ordered a Western Michigan couple to pay $30,441 to their son for getting rid of his adult item collection. Uh, his decision this week came eight months after uh, David won a lawsuit against his parents. He said they had no right to throw out his collection of films, magazines, and other items he had lived at their home for uh, 10 months after divorce before moving, and the judge followed the value set by an expert. Uh, Working's parents also must pay $14,500 to their son's attorney. After moving to Indiana, the Working learned that his possessions were missing, and uh, his dad sent him an email that said, Frankly, David, I did you a big favor by getting rid of all this stuff. Well, David disagreed and ended up suing his parents and winning because they were not entitled to throw that away. I don't care about the porn stuff, but can you, can you sue your parents for throwing out your garbage pail kid cards or your Transformers or your G.I. Joes or all that stuff that's worth money now? Can you sue your parents for that? Maybe if they're worth a lot of money, you could. I mean, I don't know if that's kind of the relationship you want to have with them where you do sue them, but I guess it's an option. Yeah, I mean the porn stuff is fine, but this garbage bill kids, I want back. Yeah, let it let me keep those. Those are, uh, I mean, that's some highly. Those things are worth a lot of money. Oh now. yeah, if you have uh, the the original uh, garbage bill kit, I think it's Adam Bomb. If you have it sticker form, series one, it's like worth like ten thousand bucks. Wow, that's ten thousand dollars, and your parents did throw those away. I right? had all of them. I had all of them, and they're they're gone. They're in the trash. Nothing you can do about it now. Uh, yeah, you can sue them. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend <laughs> no. it, though. Coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour, we do have your tickets to go see Michael Buble. Be here at 9.40 for those. Space 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. You like Michael Buble? Want to see him in concert at T-Mobile Arena? We have your tickets at 9.40. Right now, it is time to be the judge. Grab your gavel, put on your robe. And we want you to be judgy because it is time for Jerk or Justified. Okay, this one came in here. Hi, Mercedes and JC. Would I be a jerk if I snitched on my roommate for having two pets when they're not allowed in the lease? 
To be quite frank, my roommate's pets, two ferrets, they reek. We all moved in at the same time. It should be noted that he does not have the best sense of smell. Non-COVID have to be specific with that nowadays. He loves his ferrets to death and most likely has no other home for them. I have tried both gently and firmly suggesting that he take better care in cleaning up after them. Because me and our third roommate, as well as all of our guests, cannot stand the odor. Now, he did inform me about the pets before I moved in, but I had just assumed he would clean up after them. These ferrets smell, and it's not just confined to his room. Plus, his pets are affecting my social life. I'm embarrassed to have people over because of the smell. Would I be justified in tipping off the owner about these pets? Or is that a jerk move? I would not want my roommate to get kicked out, but maybe the owner would allow the ferrets, and it would put pressure on our roommate to keep the place clean. Hmm. Snitching on your roommate for having ferrets. What do you think? 702-364-9400. My first question is, is this not something you can talk to your roommate about? Like, why are we already moving to the snitching phase? Like, can't you just say, hey, I know you told me about these ferrets before we moved in. I was totally cool with it, but you're not cleaning up after them. And our house stinks. Do you not smell that? Like, what's going on? It stinks. Can you please clean up after your par- <laughs> after your ferrets? I say just be straight up with them. If you're living with under the same roof, you you got to have these uncomfortable conversations. That's my opinion. What do you guys think? Well, they, he, this person did write, I've tried both gently and firmly suggesting that he take better care in cleaning up after them. But, the, I mean, Are it's not firm or? enough. It's I, Whatever your firm is, it's not firm enough. If he's not doing anything. Then it's time to have a conversation about him leaving or you leaving. Don't you think? I don't know if bringing the homeowner into it or the the landlord. Like, is- did you write a letter? Like, how do you tip off the homeowner? Like, hey, write a letter. Like, check out the home you rent out. I think there's pets inside there. And would the owner kick the person out for having two ferrets? I don't know. But then but- you run the risk of them kicking you all out, right? That's a great point. He says, yeah, this person broke the lease. You're all on the lease. Everyone get out of here. The line there that does stick out to me is he sa- where he says, I have tried both gently and firmly suggesting... Okay, so maybe you're not sitting down and having a firm conversation. Maybe it does need to be a, a firm conversation, not a suggestion. Like, oh boy, those things do smell. He's beating around the bush. He's not being straight up. I don't think. I, I, I just think that you have to address it. If you're, I know having bad. I, we've all had bad roommates, have we not? Um, might have been. Yours have been good. Fairly okay. decent for the most part. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I'm no, nothing really too bad. Well, if you've had a bad roommate, you know what, how uncomfortable it can be. Like you end up silent treatment them and you literally are just existing in the same space and you don't even talk. This will go down that road because you're going to have such animosity for them. But what do you guys think? 702-364-9400. This one is from Anonymous. It says, be bold and tell your roommate about it and make sure to be firm about it. And then go to the landlord. Maybe say... Hey, I'm going to have to go to the landlord if we don't get this settled. Maybe that'll get them going. This one says you're a jerk because he told them about the animals before they moved in. Yeah, but I think you're assuming whoever has animals is going to take care of them and clean up after them. At least I would. If you tell me, oh, we're just moving together. I got a dog. I got a cat. I'm like, cool. I'm going to assume you're going you're gonna to clean up the kitty litter and pick up the dog's poop when he's done. I think also there's this, you lose your sense of smell when you're a pet owner because uh, pets smell. And sometimes when you're around them 24-7, you don't smell them anymore. So some fresh nose comes in Mm. and you're like, what's that? So maybe because this is not their animal, 
they're and they're not in their room all the time. It's like, oh, this stinks. But that other person can't smell them because they're around them all the time. I think it'd be a great job, a business to set up. Fresh noses. We'll come into your house and let you know what it smells. Like, wow, your house smells great. Or like, oh, you know what? We're picking up something. We're picking up something. It's coming from this room. Because you're, you're honest on the Mercedes. You don't realize your own home, your car, your own body odor, what you smell like or after you eat. That could be something. I I said this this morning. My nose is so sensitive. And when I walk into someone's house, I can have a pet immediately. Even if it's like a reptile. Mm-hmm. Like they have a pet. <laughs> I just don't. I, I may not know what it is. You have a pet. This text says, I would lie and say that landlord stopped by for a random issue. And then he had to address personally. And he noticed a smell. And you said, yeah. That smell just came up recently and that you two were going to look into it and that he would be back in two weeks to check on it. And maybe then he'll start cleaning <laughs> Quite a tale. I like your tale. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Still to come this hour, 940. Those tickets for you for Michael Bublé. 940. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending on Mix ninety four point one? Al Roker is trending this morning. The Today Show meteorologist is coming after his critics. Viewers were expressing concern that he was reporting from New Orleans as Hurricane Ida made landfall. The Category four storm had him out in the elements in dangerous conditions as he was pummeled by harsh winds, rain, and waves on Lake Pontchartrain. People were tweeting things like. Al Roker is almost 70. Why is this necessary? I've like a lot of tweets. Well, Al is responding and he has a message for everyone coming after him. Hey, guess what? Screw you. Okay. Uh, try to keep up. Keep up. Okay. These young punks. I will come after them. I will drop them like a bag of dirt. So he's he's not listening to you. He's doing his thing. He said he volunteered to go out there. No one told him he had to go out there. And this is what he does. So. He says, screw you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, good for Al Roker doing what he wants to do. And I'm sure if he didn't want to do it, he wouldn't be there. But man, who gives him this big, who's laughing out? Who's laughing so hard in the background? Hey, guess what? Screw you. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Try to keep up. Keep up. Okay. This is the guy him. (laughs) He was very passionate about it. You know, if you go after Al Roker, I know this from firsthand experience. He will fight you. I once made just, it was just meant to be a funny tweet. I didn't like his attitude one day. So I put a tweet. I wasn't trolling him. I didn't even tag the guy. But I just said, I don't think I would ever be the president of Al Roker's fan club. That's literally the tweet. I wrote that. And guess what? He responded to it like he has he has alerts for any time his name is mentioned in a tweet. And he responded and he wrote, oh, well, <laughs> Steph, like, do that same tweet right now. Oh, I already did it. He really? already responded. Did he? No, no. Back of dirt. <laughs> he, was, he was like not having it. So after that, I, I apologized. I said I would never I would never do anything like that again. You got under his skin. He saw that. Oh, oh, oh well, so bad. I was like, I was just trying to be funny. But that was mean. I didn't mean to hurt his feelings. What was it? I would never be the president. President of the Al Roker fan club? Yeah. And you respond like, well, no, Al, it's not they don't like you. So I'm very busy and I want someone that could really handle the job. I would be the vice president, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a member. Also trending this morning is Manifest. Netflix is reviving the show for a fourth and final season. NBC canceled the sci-fi series back in June. Fans were not happy about it. More than 95,000 people signed a petition to save the show. The concluding chapter, it's going to be 20 episodes. And the show, if you haven't seen it, it follows the mystery of what happened to the 191 passengers of Montego Air Flight 828, which hit severe turbulence on their flight from Jamaica to New York City. When they landed, they learned that more than five years had passed while they were in the air. God forbid uh, Matt gets on a plane and the plane disappears. 
How long do you wait till you move on? Uh, I I don't want to like I I don't think it's like well two years I'm good after that like I don't know how do you answer that I don't think I could ever fully move on that would be devastating What about you? Same thing yeah I mean, like two years <laughs> well you know it was ninety days is most uh, policies for returning something <laughs> Well and that's what some of the the people are dealing with yeah. you know if you've watched it I I watched the first episode last night and, and you know one of the one of the characters comes back and it's like all. It's crazy. It's a, gr- a great show so far. I'm going to stick with it, and I'm happy to know that they're going to be able to put a bow on it and wrap it up uh, at, thanks to Netflix. Finally, this morning, Lucky Charms is trending. Lucky Charms Just Magical Marshmallows are back on the shelves. Basically, it's Lucky Charms with no uh, charms, just marshmallows. They feature all eight of the marshmallow charms, including hearts, stars, horseshoes, clovers, blue moons, unicorns, rainbows, and red balloons. You can just eat a bag full of those Yummy marshmallows. You can also pick up your favorite charm pack that celebrates each charm and their special power. They're $3.99 at major retailers nationwide for a limited time, and that is what's trending. That's L. King and Miranda Lambert drunk, and I don't want to go home on Mix 94.1. And this is Sandra. Sandra, you're color 20. Woo! Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, guys. You're welcome. Our first Michael Buble winner of the week. You've got a pair of tickets to see him September 24th at T-Mobile Arena. Congratulations. Thank you. It's right after my birthday, so I'm excited. Oh, oh nice yeah. little celebration. <laughs> we are going to have these tickets all week long in the 9 o'clock hour. So be, be listening for that. As a matter of fact, Heather will have your tickets coming up this morning in the 12 o'clock hour. That is the weekend, and this is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Thank you for joining us. We will be back tomorrow, same time, same place, with more tickets for you to see Michael Buble. We'll have tickets for 98 Degrees in the 6 o'clock hour heads up, and in the 8 o'clock hour heads up, another Apple Home Pod Mini to give away. Lots going on. Plus, tomorrow is Try It Tuesday, so we've got something new to try that everybody is talking about right now. So we'll see if it lives up to the hype or if it just falls flat. We'll tell you all about that coming up tomorrow, just after 8 o'clock. And right now it is time for the line of the day. Well, we had a very heated debate this morning. The most famous Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez. J-Lo's my girl. Aniston is so much bigger. What? No way. (laughs) Jennifer Lopez is way bigger than Aniston. Aniston is. Tell me the last thing she's done beside the Friends reunion. Morning show. Okay. Smart water. We all drink it because of her. Oh, wow. Smart water. (laughs) That has some weight, does it not? I do like smart water, I will say. But yeah, yeah, I still say J-Lo. It's a very heated debate. (laughs) Well, that'll do it for show number 1471 of Mercedes in the Morning. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.